Hey, I'm Jason Klaus. I wanted to take a couple of minutes here and tell you about a very special fundraiser that's happening. Uh, generally, I would not do something like this on this route, but this is extremely important and it hits home for all of us here on the PFC Podcast Network. As you may or may not have heard, our good friend and our, our tag team partner on ONTV's Klaus and Q show, Quadel Edwards and his family, were the unfortunate victims of a townhouse fire in Auburn Hills on June the 23rd. Now, you can imagine with something like this, Q and his family lost a lot of their possessions, and a GoFundMe has been set up to help their family. We encourage you to check it out, and if you have the means, we would appreciate any kind of donation to this amazing family. You can find all of the information on the Klaus and Q page on Facebook, or you can find it also on the Klaus to the Heart website. Just look for klaustotheheart.net. Again, this is a very important fundraiser, and it's one that I feel very strongly about just because of the amazing person that Q is and his wonderful family. They really need some help right now. So if you have the means, we would appreciate any donation. And at the very least, would you mind going over to our our Facebook page and hit the share button and spread the word. Again, check out all of the information on KlausToTheHeart.net or the Klaus and Q Show page on Facebook. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a Close to the Heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Everybody, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. I certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. Um, 
So, I don't know what in the hell is happening in terms of technology. Like, I've made no bones about the fact that technology and me do not always see eye to eye. And, like, it seems like it goes in cycles for me. Um, like, I have all the intentions of having another episode on here this week that I actually filmed the recording session for. So it was going to be one of those um, multi-platform kind of, of episodes here. Because it was something that meant something to me on a personal level, but also something that I thought would resonate with some of you. Now, when I film, I've always been able to rip the audio off and just put the audio onto the podcast feed. And then if you wanted to watch the recording session, because for some reason or another, people tend to get a kick out of um, seeing my facial expressions, my body language, how I go about things um, as I'm recording this. I tried everything under the sun um, to get the audio ripped off so it would be a two-platform gimmick, but it just was not going to happen today. So if you want to see the original, or you want to see and hear the original content that was meant for this platform this week, head on over to the Klaus to the Heart YouTube channel. Um, you, there you will see it. It, it, uh, it will actually premiere probably uh, by the time you hear this. Uh, it will either have already premiered or will premiere later on Tuesday. So with that being said, here we are at the 11th hour trying to figure out uh, what I was going to put on here for the podcast feed. Now, every so often I will get inspired. I will see something. I will hear something. Something will, will register. Something will resonate with me. And. I will sit down and I will record these kind of like mini segments. Uh, and um, a lot of times, like it's in the wee hours of the morning or just on a whim. And like I'll put it into what's called my library on the Anchor app, how I construct and edit, put together the shows. And there are times, there have been times where I'm like, oh, I forgot I actually recorded that. So. What we're going to do this week is it's going to be kind of a potpourri. It's going to be one of these random topic things. And uh, we're going to, I'm going to, you, well, it's already been recorded, but you will hear a couple of different segments that have been previously recorded and unreleased up until this point. So if it seems like that the content and the flow is all over the place, well, that's why. Um, these are mini segments. These are mini topics that I felt at the time could be something. So you're going to hear those throughout the course of this week's show. Now, this segment here, as I'm, as I'm talking right now, like this is getting recorded literally at four o'clock in the afternoon on Monday evening. And for the for the show to drop at, at midnight so this part is very very fresh the other the other segments you may hear on here and then i mean it all depends on how far this thing goes but 
um, you will hear random topics. Okay. Now, <coughs> a lot of my content comes from inspirations I get from memes, right? I've made no bones about that. Um, this one, I felt like um, it's one of these fundamentals of life, man. It's uh, one of these things that we can, that we know in, in our mind, like this is the way things are. This is the way things sh should be, but we don't, we almost take it for granted, right? We, we, we almost get to a point to where I, uh, it, it needs to be reestablished. You need to hear it. You need to re you need it to be refreshed in your brain so that you can go about life being actually a decent person. Um, a lot of us are dealing with a number of different challenges and issues. Sometimes we need to be reminded that life, even though it throws us curveballs, it does not overall suck. It could if you allow it, but a lot of it, you know, it's going to take a mindset. It's going to take um, some work. It's going to take some effort. It just is. I mean, that's uh, that's what it boils down to. How much effort are you willing to put in to your own happiness? So I found this thing online. And I'm like, well, I'm going to tackle this. Or at least at the very bare minimum, make this a mini segment for a random topics episode. I have three pieces of advice. And um, I'm going to break them down in individually as we go along. Usually when I have a list like this, I will tell you or I will reveal what the the articles are in this list, and then I will go back and break them down individually. I'm not doing that this week. I am going to take tackle them one at a time. Three pieces of advice. One, don't talk, act. Actions will always speak louder than words. Because we can sit here and until the cows come home and tell everybody and everybody everybody anything under the sun we can i mean we can we can sit here and we can we can say all right um i'm sorry or i fucked up or i you know what i mean like there's there's always there's always words that can be said and I'm not saying that words aren't important. I mean, my God, I've spent how many weeks talking about how communication is such a crucial and vital part in, in, in our correspondence with people, in the way we deal with people. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. It's been well documented. You can go back in the archives and, and listen to it. Um, but if you don't act on what you're saying, it negates every single syllable that comes out of your mouth. You know what I mean? Like if you were in the midst of an argument, a disagreement or something like this, you can, you can verbalize what you're feeling. You can verbalize 
how sorry you are or these feelings of remorse or regret or things of this nature and, and you will tell the other party involved here that you're sorry that you will work on things that you will try to incorporate life lessons that you have learned in order to move on and hopefully hopefully not have a repeat of the same bullshit that you're just that you were just dealing with but if you don't act on it everything that you say doesn't mean a motherfucking thing it just doesn't you can sit here and Preach to the choir. You can sit here and come up with all the fancy words and phrases and gimmicks and things of this nature to express some some degree of remorse. But if you're not willing to actually put the effort in to really curb the problem, to really make an effort to show the the other individual in the conflict or the argument that you are serious about how sorry you are there or that you're serious about wanting to to correct a course of action if you're not willing to put in the effort it doesn't mean anything and eventually sooner or later some and a lot of times it's sooner it will rear its ugly head once again and right back in the same spot that you are now so don't say it do it don't say what you're going to do in order to fix the problem or to correct the course of action you've got to actually do it you've got to step up to the plate and sometimes if it comes down to Getting honest with yourself. Again, another reoccurring theme that we have on the show here. But it it can and oftentimes will be attributed to any possible aspect of our lives. Secondly, don't say it. Show it. Now, these things are, are written. I mean, they're very similar. But... The, the way that I, I look at these is, like, I can incorporate various aspects of my life right now into these separate articles in this list. Now, I can tell you everything in my mind in terms of my goals, my dreams, my aspirations. This is what I would like to do. This is where I would like to be. This is my course of action. This is where I think I need to go, do, or otherwise. Now, I could say it, but if I'm not going to step up to the plate and actually execute the plan, and again, it goes along with that first article, it doesn't mean a damn thing. It just doesn't. A lot of people are, are dealing with this type of situations in a very intimate and personal way. You may be in a relationship that is not exactly blowing the wind up your skirt because at, on some degree, on some level, there is some, 
some evidence of abuse going on. Verbally, mentally, psychologically. Jesus Christ, I mean, if it comes down to physical, um, I mean, you need to, you need to steer the, you need to steer away from that. Don't say you're going to do it. Just do it. You have to. You have to do that. Because if you don't, you wind up making the situation even worse. Because what you're doing is, is that you're letting the other party know that they can do, say, or whatever, any way that they want to you. And you're just going to shrug your shoulders. You're just going to, eh, well, you know, maybe it's just a passing phase. No, fuck that. Because the next thing you know, you look back and a week has gone by. A month has gone by. A year has gone by. A decade has gone by. And you're in the same situation that you were back on day one. You've done absolutely nothing to improve your situation. You've done absolutely nothing to improve the situation for those who mean the most to you because of what? Why? If you're going to say it, do it. If you're not going to do it, shut the fuck up about it. Because the one thing that really bothers me, the one thing that really sticks in my crawl, man, is like I've got all day long for people who seek me out for advice. I've got all day long for people who are invested in my opinion on a, on a certain circumstance. If you feel like I can bring something, a piece of advice or something that's going to be beneficial for you and your well-being, I've got all the time in the world for you. But you got to put that same time and effort into yourself. Because at the end of the day, nobody is going to be able to hold your hand through whatever it is that you're dealing with. Because there's nothing that fucking bothers me more than somebody who will sit there and complain and piss and moan about how bad they're being treated, about how bad their life is, about how bad they feel, but they won't do anything about it. They keep themselves in the same situation. They keep themselves in the same environment. They keep themselves in the same scenario. Look, you're not going to get a different result if you're stuck in the same goddamn place. You're just not. And I understand. Look, I I am so sick of hearing, well, it's too difficult. It's too hard. You don't understand. Yes, the fuck I do. While I may not understand what the exact specific issue is in terms of what you're dealing with, overall, I know what that's like. I do. And I was one of those people until I woke up one day and I said, to hell with this. This is not what I want. This is not who I want to be. This is not where I want to be. I need to make some changes. And I did. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that once I made that decision and stuck to it, a whole door of opportunity opened up. A whole new world presented itself to me. Scary? Absolutely. Why? Because I don't know what's on the other side of that door. 
I just have to believe in myself just like you need to believe in yourself. So don't say you're going to do something if you're really not going to do it. Because in my mind, I think of a couple of things. One, you're not that invested. Things aren't necessarily as bad as you're trying to present them. Is it, is it a case where you, you need attention? You need to feel important? You want to feel like that you mean something to somebody? I mean, that's an underlying thing in just about every conflict. Because you feel you're feeling disregarded. You're feeling like you're not being heard. You're feeling like you're not being taken seriously. You want to if you want to change that, you got to do something about it. And a lot of times that is separating yourself from the situation that you're in. And I'm not saying it's going to be smooth sailing because by and large it won't be. Uh, I'm not going to bullshit you. But if you get to a point to where you are mentally, physically, emotionally happier than what you're dealing with now, it will be worth everything that comes your way. It will be, trust me. Here's the uh, last one here. Don't promise. Prove. Promises are one of those things that we take for granted. Promises are one of those things that we will just throw out there as a cliche. A lot of times it's to shut other people up. But do you realize for a lot of you, whenever you quote unquote promise something, the person you are making the promise to doesn't believe you? You know why? Because you haven't acted or you haven't proven that you are going to follow through on those particular promises. Now, with me, <coughs> if I promise somebody something, it has to be a significant something or another for me not to follow through with that. I take promises very, very seriously. If I can't follow through, it's because there has been something that I did not foresee that derailed that momentum, that derailed my intentions. Don't promise me you're going to be there. Just be there when you say you're going to. Don't promise me you're going to do something. If you have no intention of actually doing it. Because when that happens, in my mind, I think your words no longer mean as much as, as they did because you are giving me false promises. You're giving me less than truthful things. Now, I'm not saying that at the time the, the intentions weren't real because I'm sure that they were. But you got to prove it, man. We can't promise each other we're going to fix shit if we're not going to do it. We can't promise each other that we're going to be there by each other's side if, if we have no intention of doing that or we can't or whatever. If you don't think that you can follow through on a promise, don't make the promise. If, if you think you can, 
but there's a question about it, don't form it as a promise. Because when people are promised something, like a, a lot of us, we take that shit to heart, man. And, and we hang the moon on that. That's, that's what it is. Promises to a lot of people are not just empty words. They mean something. They mean something to me. I don't make promises unless I know I have every goddamn intention of following through with it. And I mean, just short of an act of God or some other, you know, situation that has arisen that I just cannot get around. I'm not making promises. I will tell you that I will do my best to be or do or whatever it is that is in question here. But if I make a promise to somebody, I need them to know based on my words and based on the fact that I am going to prove it that that means something. Because there's not a worse feeling in in the world. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. A lot of worse feelings in the world, really. But there's not a more... There is a disappointment that comes into play when we are promised something and it doesn't come through. Not because of something significant that rose, but because of your inability to actually follow through with it. Your unwillingness, there's the word, unwillingness to follow through. You promised me something to shut me up. If you don't follow through with that, every other promise, quote unquote, that you have, that you tell me, is almost immediately disregarded, in which in turn, like, as much as I hate being like this, like, it alters the way I, I view what you say. And I know a lot of you deal with a lot of the same things. There are people that, that do actually think the way that I do. Because it's the simplest things like these three articles that are no longer considered anything because we always feel like we have a back door out or there's a loophole or, or, or something like this. I just, I'm... I'm over all of the stupid bullshit. I'm over it. Over it. I have no time for people that I don't trust. I have no time for people that I think are being shady. I have no time for people who are misrepresenting themselves or a scenario. And if you try to mask that with, a, with an empty promise, you are now compromising how I view you as an individual fundamentally. I now realize that there are, that there are for the lack of a better term, limitations as to what I believe and what you're telling me. And the limitations as to what I feel about you as a person. You may be a cool person. 
you may be a cool guy or, you know, a nice girl or whatever. But if you're giving me false promises without any intentions of proving, it means nothing to me at that point. They're just idle words, man. It becomes white noise. It does not register with me. And I'm willing to bet if you find yourself in a situation to where you're feeling like people that you once considered close may not be as close as they once were, is it because you fall into one of these lines? Are you making empty promises? Are you putting empty words out there that you're not going to follow through on? you got to think about that. And if that is the case, you are probably going to want to reevaluate your entire situation. We're going to run a timeout, and uh, we will be back with more of this Random Topics episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Klaus and Q show has become one of the more popular shows on ONTV. And for the first time ever, we're inviting you, our listening audience, to join the festivities. At our August episode, we will be inviting, for the first time ever, a live studio audience to watch Q and I embark on our broadcast. And then afterwards, you will have an opportunity to be a part of the show with a Q&A session. For all the latest information, check out the Klaus and Q show over on Facebook, or you can find all the latest information at klaustotheheart.net. Be a part of a very special edition of the Klaus and Q show. It's coming this August to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus. You're listening to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. Um, I'm not really sure, <laughs> full disclosure, I guess I should have said right out of the gate, uh, I'm not really sure exactly how or where this particular segment is going to end up. I don't know if it's going to be on one of these multi-topic type of episodes, kind of like a potpourri thing. I don't know if there's enough here for me to drag out for a a full episode unto itself. Well, I mean, we'll see where it goes because... I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, we are met with things like this often during the course of our lives, but we don't really acknowledge it by name. Like we know it's there. Um, Subconsciously, we deal with it, but we don't really sit and really consider exactly where how everything kind of lies you know what i mean like it um 
it's one of these aspects of life that we will encounter many, many times. And again, like a lot of things, a lot of different scenarios, it's one of those things where you have a decision to make in terms of what kind of mindset am I going to approach with this? So on this particular segment, we're calling this want to versus have to. Now, I say that, and there's going to be more than a couple that are going to be like, what? What, what are what are we doing right now? And and before you hit the stop button, just indulge me for a few minutes. Just let me set it up. Then if you decide this is not something you want to listen to, then by all means hit the stop button. But you know how I roll, man. If if you listen to the shows, you know how I roll. And and part of that is I look at different aspects of life and I'm able to put it into context. I mean, I'm able to put it into words when a lot of times we just go through the motions like we know we're doing it, but we don't put it to words. So when you put it to words, it kind of takes on a different meaning. It takes on a different kind of. uh, Level of importance in some regards, because we sit here and, and, and any time that we are faced with something that we have to do or that we, that needs, that needs to get done, that needs to get accomplished, that needs to, um, uh, you, it's, it's every aspect of something that you are expected to to do it it takes your physical approach your mental approach your you know emotional approach in some in some cases like all of this gets taken into consideration i've maintained and you've heard me say it a million times that it is a mindset no matter what you are encountering no matter what you are doing, no matter what is lying before you, uh, you know, as you approach this stop in the road, so to speak, it's a mindset of, do I have to do this or do I want to do this? Do I need to do this? I guess that's kind of the third the third string here in in terms of this, but really it boils down to, in my opinion, it boils down to want, want to versus have to, because when we have to do something, by and large, it's met with some sort of, I mean, when you put it in that kind of context, when you, when you put it in that kind of terminology, you have to do something automatically somewhere in our brains it's already taken on a negative aura to it because we don't as humans most of us we don't like being told 
what we have to do. You have to do this. You have to go there. You have to talk to this person. You have to, have to, have to. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, un unless your job is on the line with whatever task you are being told you have to do, like, I mean, I get it. You got to have a job. You got to pay the bills and things of that nature and bosses, owners, management, things of this nature. They will exploit that. They will exploit that to the ninth degree because, you know, now some bosses are cool. And, yeah, they're in the leadership role. They're in a management role or something like that. Like, they are there to guide you. They're supposed to, anyway, to to get out the absolute best out of you. But when you, when you are dealing with a project, if you're dealing with a job, if you're dealing with a report, you know, anything along those lines, like you have to get it done. You have to get it done. I mean, that's what your whole basis of your employment is based around. You have to do this. Now, there are those of you who absolutely love your job. And if you are in that position, I, I will maintain until the cows come home what an enviable position that that is. What an enviable mindset that must be. Like, you don't mind going to work. You don't mind going to school. You don't mind doing these things that, if you, if, if you were to break it down, the majority of, of the polled would meet that with less than awesome feelings. There's dread. There's, there's disdain. There's like, oh, holy fuck, I got to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. A lot of times, you know, when you go into it with that mentality, and I, you know, this goes, this, this can be traced back to several different episodes where if you are that miserable, you need to make a change. You know, if, if it's starting to really wear on your inner soul, something has got to give here. It just does. And look, I've heard it a million times. It's easier said than done. I've heard it a million times. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I go through. You don't know this and you don't know that. You know what? You're absolutely fucking right. I don't know everything. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what the things are that you experience that cause you these ill feelings, the dread and, and disdain and, and, and all of this stuff. No, I don't know. I um I will never pretend to know that what every single person is going through but what I do know is this I know that it is a matter it's a matter of mindset as to what your approach is to anything that you are told that you are tasked with either professionally or personally you have to go to the party. You have to go to dinner with people that you may not necessarily care for. You have to do this. You have to mow the lawn. You have to change the oil. I mean, whatever the case may be, there's all kinds of have-tos. And I get it. 
that can be incredibly frustrating, especially when you look at that day's itinerary, for the lack of a better term, and you look at all these all these projects that you have listed, things that need to get done. Now, if you approach it with, I have to do this, you are already kind of putting yourself behind the eight ball, mentally. Because it's not going to take you long before you get to a point of frustration where you just want to throw your hands up in the air and say, fuck it, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm pissed off. I'm annoyed. I want no part of this. I'm tired of being told of what I have to do. <laughs> I hit, speaking to you, you are preaching to the choir on, on that one. Totally get it. But I also maintain that if you shift that focus, even the most daunting of tasks that you may not be all excited about, but it, it just has, it needs to be done. It has to be done. Like you can't go weeks and weeks without taking the garbage out. Otherwise your house is going to start smelling like a goddamn dump. Nobody wants to live in that kind of environment. Well, I mean, if you do, and you don't mind that type of thing, well, then I suggest there is another layer of issues here. If that don't bother you, then I guess to each his own. But damn, let me tell you, your neighbors are not happy. Um, but if you if you were to shift the focus a little bit, even with the most unawesome of tasks, okay, you may not be all excited about this, but you want to get past this. You want to accomplish the goal. You want to complete the project. You want to do this, that, or the other thing to move on from that particular point. And yes, I realize that especially in a professional environment, there is going to be another one waiting right behind it. But you don't, you, you, you cannot get through the load, you cannot bust through the list, you cannot get all these tasks accomplished if you're doing bare minimum. And when you approach it with, I have to do this, you are already putting yourself in the mindset, whether you realize it or not, you are going into this thing half-assed. You are going into this thing with bare minimum. And that is no way to conduct yourself on any realm whatsoever. You shift that focus to getting the shit done. You want to get the shit done so that you can move on to the next one. You want to get that one done. You want to keep moving down the line. You want to keep checking off the list until you complete the thing. And then there's that sense of accomplishment. And then when you get to the end of the day, when you get to the end of the shift, when you get to the end of the project, you can look back on that if you shifted your focus to from I have to do this to I want to get this done to the best of my ability so I can move on to the next thing. You will find a couple of things. One, the end product is going to be a hell of a lot better quality, for the lack of a better term, quote unquote, than it would be if you went into it half-assed, negative, with I have to on your brain. 
if you shift your focus to I want to do this, then obviously you are going to be more invested in it. You are going to be um, you're going to be all in, and you're going to put in you're going to put your best foot forward. Because otherwise, what's the point? I mean, if you think you're 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 going to pull one over on management or pull one over on the boss or pull one over on whoever has, um, uh, I guess for the lack of a better term, they have uh, uh, delegated this task to you. I mean, do you want to get harped on after you put that time in or do you just want to, you know, bust through it to the best of your ability and know that it is to the best of your ability. Therefore, the possibility of somebody coming back on you for something that you had done 47 minutes ago, like that's off the table. Because nothing gets people more riled up than being told that they fucked something up that they did previously. Gets them riled up. And especially the longer the term, the longer the time between the time you finished it half-assed or in the time that they bring to your attention that it is not up to up to par based on their expectations based on the levels that you have set for yourself in terms of what your your particular quality levels are it's going to irritate people to absolutely no end that's just the way it goes I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. It may sound foreign to you because these are things that I know cross your mind. You just don't hear it laid out like this. And that's where I come into play. That's what, that's what keeps people coming back and listening to the show every week. Because every now and again, man, I'll, I'll stumble across something that's going to resonate with you. This may be that. Now you look at personally your 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 personal life. You look at uh, let's you know your home, right? You're with a significant other or a roommate doesn't even really matter. But you have a a to do list. There's things around the house that need to get done. There's things around the house that need to be addressed because well the. They may be out of date, they may be falling apart, they may be breaking, they may be getting out of sorts, they may be, you know, need they, they need some sort of attention. Now, you can sit there with the attitude of, I have to do this, and again, just like you would in a, a professional setting, you're only going to do bare minimum. Now, guys, <laughs> oh, shit. This is the slippery slope. Guys particularly, guys who are, you know, invested in a relationship, your significant other, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, fiance, whatever the scenario is here. Like, <laughs> our significant others at one time or another will have us do shit around the house. And by and large, it's usually things that we are not all that excited about. You know, I mentioned taking out the trash or doing the dishes or, 
uh, switching laundry over or taking care of the yard or, you know what I mean? There's, there's a thousand things around the house, even an apartment, you know, the whole, the gimmick with an apartment is, you know, you're paying all this money that you could, you know, subsequently afford to buy your own house, but you're really paying for the convenience of not having to worry about, you know, trash pickup and lawn maintenance and something breaks in the apartment. All you got to do is pick up the telephone and put in a, a work order for a maintenance guy, assuming that they have reliable and incredible maintenance people on staff. That's, that's a whole nother story. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're kind of paying for that. But if you don't and you have a house, it shouldn't be a matter of I have to do this. It's I want to do this because you are essentially investing in, in, your, in yourself, in your family in your environment so shifting that focus from have to to want to is going to make a huge difference in the result of your level of of success everything comes down to mindset not everybody will agree with that and that's fine but no matter how you slice it, that's what it comes down to. It is how you approach it. It is how you think about things. If you go into it already pissed, you're, you're not going to put your best effort in. You're going to do just enough to get it done. And that's across the board. Personally, professionally, it doesn't really fucking matter. That's just the way it is something to think about so with that we're going to run a timeout, and we will be back with more of the close to the heart podcast right after this one of the cool things that i get to do here on the podcast is i have the ability to shed some spotlight on my friends who are offering unique and uh and worthwhile services and if you're looking for a splash of originality in in your in your everyday equipment for work for school whatever the case may be i would like to invite you to to check out my friends over at red's crazy creations they make all kinds of custom stuff including various size tumblers those badge reels that you can use for your work badges or your identification cards and pop sockets for your for your cell phone those things are becoming more and more popular if you would like to have one made a custom one made uh check out red's crazy creations on facebook hello everybody and welcome to Pulse to the heart uh, either on the podcast, which is, of course, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by our friends at Anchor.fm, or if you're watching this on YouTube, courtesy of the Klaus to the Heart channel. Either way, we appreciate you spending time to give this a listen. Um, full disclosure, this is a very impromptu recording session. This is This is one of those times where... I utilize 
this platform, this realm, to rechannel ill feelings, rechannel animosity, rechannel anything that is less than awesome. I rechannel it and focus that energy on something more productive, something more positive, something that's going to leave a better result than just sitting here pissed off at the world because things didn't necessarily go my way or the way that I think that they should have. Because let's be honest here. Anybody that knows me on any level, anybody that has listened to the shows, watched the video presentation, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on ONTV, like, there is no mistaking the fact that I have pretty high expectations, probably too high in some cases, especially when, you're, when we're discussing things like our society as a whole right now, things like how people treat each other, how people correspond with one another. Like, I just did a a podcast, uh, you know, a, a whole episode of the podcast about verbal abuse. You know, that's just one aspect of the communication, as, you know, realm. You know, because when you talk about communication, there is so many different layers as to what that entails. Now, a few weeks ago, I mentioned the fact and I I sat down here in Studio B and recorded a session and by the time I got done with it I went back and listened to it and I was all over the all over the board there was there really was no rhyme or reason to it and I couldn't put that out there like, it's, it's uploaded to the YouTube channel, but it's, like, unlisted. But, I mean, it's on there. If you have the link, you can see it, but um, it wasn't anything. Once I went back and listened to it, rewatched it, I'm like, man, this, I'm just, I'm so all over the board about, about what I was, you know, talking about. We're going this route because... For whatever reason, I get a lot of requests to record or film, for the lack of a better term, my recording sessions when I'm doing the podcast, especially when it's going to be a topic that's going to get me somewhat fired up. I, uh, I'm utilizing this platform this week to re rechannel, reharness, shift the focus of less than awesome emotions that are going through my mind right now. And that happens, man. Like I I could sit here all day long and try to figure out where the silver lining lies on this day and, and there is. There there's there's a lot of it. But also you know, it gets there. <laughs> it gets difficult at times, especially when you are met with the constant barrage of bullshit. 
and more often than not, it's from other people. Now, understanding that we all go through different things in our lives, we go through different challenges and things of this nature that really tests our resolve, it tests our strengths, it tests um, a lot of different things as a human. And um, it's like I can understand wholeheartedly why people let all of those things become so overwhelming that they just either they just for whatever reason they are unable to separate what's really happening versus the toll you're allowing it to take on you that is the problem especially when you are in heavily involved in like social media activity I mean make no mistake about it <laughs> you don't have to be a rocket science you know to figure out um, where where the problem lies in in that particular realm now How many times during the course of a typical day do you encounter a situation or a scenario where the person you are looking at, the person that has caused any kind of ill feelings or thoughts or anything like that, you look at that individual with disdain, with disgust, with, um, you know, you have, I don't think feeling sorry for, for somebody in this realm, in this in this particular scenario, that really doesn't apply. But, like for example, you look at a person who is going who is going out of their way to show their ass, for the lack of a better term. They just want the, everybody within earshot to know that they're present and this is their stance on things, and this is how they're gonna present themselves, present their opinion, present their case. And you look at this individual and you think, that is the dumbest motherfucker I have ever laid my eyes on. You go to work. You start a job or whatever. You're there for some amount of time. Long enough to get a pretty good idea of what your supervisor is and how he or she reacts to the position that they have and you you look at these people and again not a lot of positive words come out of your mouth or out, out of your mind that deal with that individual and again you find yourself saying something along the lines of you are the biggest douche i've ever seen or how in the hell did you get this job? Because you are clearly not qualified on a fundamental level to be leading anybody, to be supervising anybody. Because from your point of view, they can't supervise their own self out of a wet paper bag. They just lack the mental fundamentals to, to achieve that. 
You're driving down the road. Somebody cuts you off. Maybe you were in their blind spot. They didn't see it. They didn't give themselves enough time to actually register their surroundings. They cut you off. Um, sometimes you are forced to lock up the brakes just to prevent a collision. And at 75, 80 miles an hour down the interstate, I mean, that could be a catastrophic set of events. And again, less than awesome thoughts come to mind when you are thinking about the individual that's behind the wheel of that vehicle. Now, all depending on the severity, all depending on how much exposure you have to these kind of people and their brand of bullshit that they bring to the proverbial table, you you allow that to consume your mood, your attitude. Because what happened on the interstate on the way to work is, you know, sometimes we allow that to dictate our entire aura, our entire mood throughout the course of the rest of the day. Personally, I mean, unless my life is in danger or unless you put one of my kids in danger, um, I don't generally give that another thought once that event has passed. I, you know, if I come out unscathed and then the only thing that really is resonating is some sort of ill feeling towards that individual, that's, you know, I can't control what they do the, for the rest of their day, for the rest of their life. So I'm not going to let them dictate to me what kind of mood I'm going to be in just because they may have had a butthole moment or because they decided that on this day they, they were going to show their ass. There's a lot of people like that. And I, and I know, I recognize the fact, I am at a point in my life where I recognize the fact that people that generally act like that are generally people who, they need attention. Like they are lacking something in their lives. They are lacking attention. They are lacking affection. They are lacking some sort of fundamental feeling of involvement or or um, they are lacking that feeling of importance. They don't feel important. They feel like they may be in the shadows. They may be in, in the backseat. And they are struggling to have themselves seen and heard. And a lot of times people will do and say whatever the fuck comes to mind just to garner some sort of attention. It's kind of like that old cliche, you know, the whole publicity thing. Like, people will live by the mantra, any kind of publicity is good publicity. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Because I don't want people to, you know, if they had a less than stellar interaction with me for whatever reason, um... You know, I don't, I don't want that attached to my name on a permanent basis. You know, I mean, but then too, it all goes back to that you get a, you get one shot to make a first impression, and what you do with it is ultimately up to you. But 
you also have to be willing to accept the fact that that was your one shot how you took that one shot and how you interacted with it is a result of how you will be remembered from that first time and a lot of times if it's if it's less than ideal you are already starting behind the eight ball and you're going to have to work a little bit harder to shake that stigma off your name now my point in all this is there is a reason why I refuse to allow that type of thing to have a long-term effect on my day I mean unless it's something extraordinary that threatens my well-being either physically mentally emotionally anything under the Sun because if anything is starting to threaten how I view myself how I view my loved ones how I view my friends and things of that nature obviously that's gonna that's gonna resonate a little bit deeper with me on the inside and it may take a little bit longer but here's here's my stance on all of it regardless I can think back to supervisors and bosses that I've had over the course of my lifetime that I thought were absolute crap they had no shit in business being in those those positions those roles those job titles because again these are the type of people that could not they couldn't <laughs> they need help wiping their own ass okay I mean that's to add to that's just what it boils down to because they lack that mental fundamentals but somehow or another they're in some sort of supervisory role and all of a sudden it goes right to their head and they think that they walk on water they can turn water to wine they think that they are the end-all be-all the almighty as it were I've had <laughs> I've worked for people like this I've worked alongside people like this and you know why I don't let that bother me on the long term because they're teaching me a lesson they didn't mean to like their actions their presentation that um, It was not on their agenda to teach me a lesson in the way that the lesson was taught I guess I should say because you know these power-hungry little people and that's what they are because mentally they're about that big um, at the end of the day they couldn't tie my shoes you know what I mean I know that and they know that and that's why they have issues and that's why there's there's that lack of something in their lives so they're gonna turn up their own little power trip voltage to make their voices heard look bitch I I hear you like I can see your mouth moving and 
like maybe every third or fourth word is actually filtering through my ear holes. But at the end of the day, everything else is white noise to me. Because there is a significant lack of respect that I have for you, self-admittedly. I don't respect people like that. I just don't. Like, I'll do bare minimum. I'll do what I have to do. In you know, obviously this is in a professional setting here. Like, I'll do what I got to do. And I'll do it to the best of my ability. But if you think I'm going to go above and beyond for somebody that I have little to no respect for, you've got another thing coming. I am going to save that energy and that effort to something or to somebody that will actually appreciate it, that it will actually resonate with, that it actually does some good. You know what I mean? So these lessons that these douchebags are teaching, me anyway, I can't, obviously I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but you are teaching me what I do not want to be. You are teaching me how I do not want to communicate with other people. You are teaching me on how to be the opposite of what you are. And the opposite of what you are is a hell of a lot better and a lot more respectful than what you are presenting as yourself. So if you are in a management position, or a supervisory role and you are finding that it is difficult to retain good help good employees good staff at some point you need to come to the realization that the problem is not them especially if they are workers that you relied on you counted on to get the job done and that you knew the job would be done awesomely because of that individual. But if you're going to treat that individual like a piece of garbage, how long do you think they're going to be there for? Especially in this day and age, right here and now, when there are so many more opportunities out there, they just got to find the, find the right one for them. And eventually, they will land on a company or an employer or something along these lines, some sort of line of employment that they will actually feel appreciated. So if you are in that position and you're finding that all of your good people are leaving, they're putting in their notice, at some point you've got to believe that the problem ain't necessarily with them. It's with you. It's the way you go about shit. It's about the way you communicate with them. It's about the way you make them feel. And you can take the stance that, well, there's a thousand people out there that need jobs. They are hand, hand over fist, like, you know, no. That's the problem. That is the problem. Because of mentality like that. Because good people, good workers, dedicated workers, ones that, you know, will go out of their way 
to um, go above and beyond. Those people are hard to find. There is um, there is a serious uh, lack of depth in the talent pool nowadays. So when you have a good person, you need to do whatever you can to retain their services. And if that means you got to take a step or two down off the top of your little mountain, or take a step out of your throne, sometimes that's what that's what has to happen. Because otherwise, there's going to be a day you're going to turn around and you're going to look at your roster, your staff. And you are going to look and you are going to realize that you have a bunch of lazy, incompetent buttholes. And your business, your product, is taking a significant hit. And how long do you expect to be in business like that? Because not only will the good workers look for better opportunities where they're treated better, so will your customers. They will go out and find something else that is better made, that is just better overall. Not the garbage you're putting out, and it starts with you. People don't like hearing that because it's a blow to the ego because in 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 their power trip in mind, they think they're the end-all be-all and that you're doing them a favor. Maybe to some degree, because, you know, you you might be paying their wages. Well, that's great, but that doesn't give you the right to be a complete asshole. It just doesn't. Because unless those people have absolutely zero self-worth, Nobody's going to stick around for that for the long haul. Nobody will. At least anybody that's worth a shit. And the ones who who have a lot of self-worth, a lot of self-value, those are the people you need to retain. So even though you may be on, on top of the whatever... BS pecking order as a supervisor or manager or whatever. You two are replaceable. In some way, shape, or form. It may not be, you may not be replaced in your position. But you will find yourself being replaced as a boss. Because your people, the ones that you count on, will leave for better opportunities, better treatment. Some people may even take a pay cut just to be treated like an actual human being. What a concept. So I guess your legacy is this, and it's not necessarily a bad one, but you are providing life lessons on how not to treat people. Not how how you not talk to people. And despite your best efforts, you will find that this is this is the case. 
just something to think about. So I appreciate you tuning in, giving this a watch. Hopefully this resonates with you a little bit. And um, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, you can send us a DM on our Facebook page. Just look for Klaus to the Heart. Or you could go to our website, klaustotheheart.net. All of our contact info is on there as well. And you can check us out every Tuesday beginning at midnight over on Anchor.fm, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify for all the latest shows of the Klaus of the Heart podcast and all of our podcasts on the PFC Podcast Network. Until then, be awesome to yourselves and to each other. We'll see you next time right here on Klaus to the Heart.